Well, welcome to uh, Cardano Chats, man. It's good to have you on the show. Damon with uh, Charlie 3, Cardano's first Oracle. Yeah, thanks for having me here. I know we've been trying to set this up for a while, but it's uh, it's really good to finally get uh, it out there and uh, as many public appearances as I can make, I'm happy to do. Yeah, glad you're doing it, man. We've been talking quite a bit lately, so it's definitely good to have you on the show. Um, how'd you get into blockchain, man, and crypto? Uh, I mean, I got into it mostly actually just from a, a friend of mine uh, who actually is, is uh, someone who works at Cardstarter. So that's how I got involved with them as well. Um, that's Brandon. And uh, he's just been uh, into it for a really long time. He's tried to get to me into trading, you know, uh, many years ago when we used to work together and eventually did. And I just kept picking it up from there. And uh, I I moved into the, you know, DeFi space uh more instantly than than anything else um because i just liked that it uh well i just like the whole idea of it that it's it's not centralized i mean it, it's that yeah. simple right i mean it, it's hard to explain but it, it really is that simple as well uh i like it that it, it's more it's not governed by any one entity right so that that's really nice and then on top of that i moved into more or less just purely cardano type stuff uh because i I generally got into uh, crypto to begin with just because of the the ethos and where I felt like they were going with the community and and their vision for uh, what uh, DeFi can be in a real world space uh, for the future. So that really excites me. And that's what brought me here uh, yeah. now doing this project. Yeah. Well, as with with many of the guys I've talked with in, in this space for this channel, we have a lot in common in that regard. Uh, I was definitely attracted to the space because of the decentralization. Uh, that's a huge factor, without a doubt. And without a doubt, the uh, the ethos and the community with Cardano, the vision and how they're bringing real world adoption uh, and their strategy. So much of that really got me attracted to the project. So and, and the more you learn, it's like the more you get into it, you know, the more more uh, you you realize about uh, Cardano and the blockchain and how well they're putting this all together. It becomes, mm -hmm. you know, more solidified how powerful it can be. Yeah, one of those, um, one of those reasons you're talking about how they're putting it all together, and you know, even just taking their time with it is another thing that drove me to uh, Cardano as well. Like I come from a very academic background, and I've done a lot of research uh, myself, and I really enjoy that, you know, um, validity that it, it brings to uh, whatever your operation is. Right. Yeah. It's just sure it might take a little bit longer, but then you have this trust in it that to know that it's actually been tested and it's good and it's going to work and we can build from there. And that not that, oh, it looks good. And then, you know, something's broken later on. You know, it's, it's more future proofed. And, and I think having that trust, especially now in this age, in this space with a lot of um, a lot of emotions going on, uh, having trust really adds to that support and stability of, of uh, a market and as a community as well. Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree. Peer review is huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw something recently on Cointelegraph. I don't want to go down that road, but they were trying to bash peer review and it was, it's kind of a joke. I mean, the reality is you got a bunch of really bright computer scientists that are trying that like taking pride in showing you where something's gone wrong uh, so that you could fix it and make it better. And uh, that process alone is going to make something excel because you get so many different viewpoints uh, really trying to show where the weaknesses are. Uh, 
but man, you guys got an incredible project. I, I don't, I want to talk about that. Uh, it's exciting. Sure. Charlie, Charlie three. So what inspired Charlie three and how'd you get involved with these guys? Uh, what inspired it? Uh, I think that we just knew, obviously, like we look at, uh, things like chain link, you know, that, that, that re- connect everybody, right. They connect, uh, this whole space, uh, especially in Ethereum and they're trying to do, you know, the chain agnosticism with them too. And, and without Oracle's, uh, even in the real world, um, a lot of things just don't exist without that transfer of data and, and that, um, you know, slashing from, from bad actors and, and making sure that it doesn't, uh, it, it, like bad data isn't being uh, processed through to, to different sites and, and coming into, you know, your function as, as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's needed, right? It's a needed aspect in the space. It's a needed function for, for most of the projects. And we wanted to add uh, the largest... Um, impact that we could make, you know? So again, just following that, that Cardano ethos of community and connection, um, nothing does that more than an Oracle really. Uh, so we started off with that, uh, as many viewers might know, it was with a different team to begin with. Um, but that was very, a very small amount of time until, uh, the rest of us were internally promoted because we're all working, uh, with card starter on, on the project to begin with, uh, and yeah, so when we got brought up, basically nothing had been done yet. And we already had the idea of, of where we wanted to go and why it was being built. And as well as with Card Starter, they obviously wanted to take it on as their first IDO because uh, their whole ethos too is, is, is following the same thing of this community and connection, especially with the, right. the cards ecosystem. And they need an Oracle to connect all of those uh, projects together. Uh, so they figured, yeah, let's start start with the thing that'll do that and then as it comes we can build on that basis of that connection and so that's that's where we're at today yeah man that's great i love it so you guys uh you've come together you're you're in full gear coding getting ready for uh plutus smart contracts i imagine um what's the mission like what what do you where do you really guys really see yourselves excelling what's I mean, the, the main mission uh, right now is uh, being ready for, for testnet, right? But part of what that means is connecting, as I've alluded to already, is connecting as many projects as possible uh, in order to make the space work as efficiently and accurately as it possibly can, right? There's a lot of uh, hopes riding on Cardano here. And yep. just by the nature of what we've been talking about with the... Um, uh, peer-reviewed research, right, is the whole point of that is to make sure that everything is good, that everything can run properly. And part of that solution, like I've said already, is uh, an Oracle solution. And we don't want anything to be lagging behind, right? People have been waiting for this for a long time. We have a lot of partners that are relying on us for that data. So the main mission is to make sure that the ecosystem is running as smoothly as it possibly can from day one right away and continuing that on as far as we can into the future uh, with any other projects that are coming up and especially with the ones that we're starting with um, shorter term goals. Let's get on testnet and start getting this stuff together. Uh, Cause yeah. without that, it's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, and, and mentioning bringing on a lot of partners in the community and following that trend of the blockchain uh, community aspect of it and the network uh, you guys are building out a group of really solid partners uh, I certainly have noticed that uh, within you. I mean, that's one of the best qualities you have. In the short time I've known you, you're really good at, at 
pulling people into a vision. You know, I, I've seen yeah. it. I've seen it firsthand in action. Uh, so is, is that a lot of the, your role within uh, Charlie three is to bring on new partners? Yeah, at the moment, uh, at the moment it is. Um, initially, we had talked about uh, trying to divvy that up um, between me and the COO. Uh, but then obviously things get a little bit more complicated when you're running a business uh, on the back end. You know, you got to deal with a little, a lot of lawyer things and a lot of, uh, you know, other meetings with higher ups. So like our COO, Robert, um, who was going to handle a lot of partnerships and stuff, he he is actually the one managing a lot of our, our legal things. And then also... Uh, taking on the burden of, uh, in addition to that, you know, legal and accounting um, is also dealing with a lot of um, the partnerships and the higher ups. So with okay. uh, with the IOHK and the Cardano Foundation and potentially Emergo, uh, you know, hopefully in, in the near future. So he has a lot of those great connections because he's involved in in the, that higher end of uh, of the world. Um, and that's awesome to have him there. And then I've taken over doing most of the partnership stuff. And then, uh, uh, yeah, it's good. I, I reach out to a lot of people and I also run all the socials still and, and uh, manage my team of mods. So I'm doing full on community management, uh, you know, the digital marketing side of things. And then also uh, doing all the partnerships right now. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're doing a killer job with it. You got a lot of people interested in this uh, stake pool deal that we're doing to contribute to uh, some of the clean water wells in Africa with the Drop for Drop charity. And so uh, what we're doing there and what birthed from our original conversation is definitely pretty awesome. Uh, so thanks for, for bringing people into that. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, do I, do we wanna, yeah I'd love to touch on that, actually. I was just going to yeah, sure. if you're cool with it. Um, I'm sure you can agree right now that that we are going to have a press statement coming up about what we're talking about that'll involve yeah. all the projects that we've talked about. So until then, we're not going to name the projects. No reason to announce the announcement. Stay tuned, folks. Yeah. Um, and uh, but basically, the 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 gist of it is that you guys community knows that uh, you Josh run a, a grow your stake stake pool um, that contributes to drop for drop campaign that builds wells in Africa, and we had this idea together to potentially instead of just having the regular investor come into it um also have projects to allocate uh, a certain uh, amount and we're in the position as projects who have had a large raise uh to potentially give a lot more than the regular person and and we again all the projects that are involved in this uh i don't think we even really had to convince them all that much we just kind of basically said the first couple things like hey we want to give back to charity we want to use our own money for it. It follows the ethos. Uh, and uh, they just said yes, right? So we've got, a, I think, five projects right now and in talks with yeah. more that are all going to be delegating to the stake pool. And we are all giving up all of our rewards that we would get from staking. And it's going 100% straight to drop for drop um, for uh, building more and more wells in Africa uh, and other other areas, right, Josh? We're going to be not just an African community. Yeah, it's, so. it's going to start there. We have a, a lot of options that we can explore, but it's it's a good chunk beginning there. But yeah, and and we're we're really grateful for uh, how that that conversation with you that that has burst so much in just a short amount of time. Uh, I yeah. think I'm I'm really excited about it. I think it's it's really amazing because it is the community aspect. It's a it's a group of early stage Cardano pioneers getting together for a good cause, supporting the security of the network by staking, and then also contributing 
to a mission that's very aligned with Cardano's mission, um, you know, because we're, we're talking about bringing clean water to these communities where Cardano is going in with World uh, Mobile as well to yeah. try to bring connectivity and try to bring economic identity to these people. And so that's there's so much involved there uh, that really makes this a, a cool synergistic thing. So thanks for being willing to talk about it. Uh, and thanks yeah. for what you're doing there. It's it's pretty cool, pretty exciting. I'm pretty excited about it myself as well. And and we've been talking to World Mobile as well on, on the Charlie side to try and integrate with them in in new ways. And I think if we have this this stake pool operation going to the same communities that they are and and connecting on many different fronts, uh, that's one of my huge goals as a as the marketing lead here is that connection doesn't only happen from one central point, right? The more a web that it is, the more multiple points of, of contact with uh, different projects in, in, in different pools and different areas, uh, the the higher connectivity and the higher strength we have as a blockchain and, and as, Absolutely. Uh, as DeFi in general. Um, so just because, you know, World Mobile uh, wouldn't be joining the the pool because they have their own operations that are doing different charities and, and their own things. It doesn't mean we can't still work together to come up with uh, the same results in the same. Uh, Absolutely. The same areas. I think, funny thing you mentioned it is I shot him an email this morning, uh, Mickey and Josie yeah. at World Mobile great. Yeah, and uh, trying to plan this trip where we all go out there and build a well, because you had mentioned you're interested in actually getting your hands dirty and building a well. And some of the other groups yeah. you've been talking to as well are. And so uh, we're working on planning that, trying to figure something out for September or October. Uh, and we want to invite as, as many people as we can to create a, a pretty massive event. Um, so, yeah, it's cool. Uh, World Mobile will be involved. We'll link you guys up. We'll, we'll all figure this out and go out there and get to see uh, the boots on the ground for the World Mobile operation and, and solidify that connection and, and do some content for them, but also just get our hands dirty and drill a well. So that'll yeah. be fun. I mean, already there's multiple points of contact through you yeah. and me and World Mobile and, and then the charities and the stake pools, right? Like yeah. it's already a very strong web and uh, with World Mobile being attached to the top with uh, Cardano. I mean, that only adds uh, more uh, potential strength for, for our project as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit more. Um, thanks for going into that with me, but tell us a little more yeah. about the use cases, the different use cases you have. And I know you may not be able to mention certain names, but feel free to where you can uh, tell us who's using your platform, who are your early stage partners and, and what do those use cases look like? Sure. I mean, well, most people will know that. <laughs> Sorry for my cough. No, you're good. Um, most people will know that we're partnered with uh, Jiro Wallet, right? They're the next, uh, the other incubated project from Cardstarter that came out uh, right after right. us. We have a really strong partnership with them on all of their functions that they're going to roll out. So initially, they're doing a wallet um, and then a DEX and then a fiat on ramp, off ramps, right? And some other things, right? But with all of these functions, they need accurate price feeds, right? Th these are the functions that are going straight out to you guys, the users, the regular investors, right? That you're going to be using every single day and you rely on it to make your trades and uh, keep your money uh, safe and, and you know, reliable. Uh, and we provide all of that data to them on a rolling update um, of, you know, it'll, it'll be different for each type of thing. Um, but hoping for, you know, especially with the DEX is something like a 15 second update. 
um, okay. what you're used to from up from other trading uh, platforms. And just to make sure that all of that data is correct and uh, uh, valid and trusted uh, and safe for all of your needs. Um, and it's the same thing for what's sitting in your wallet. People like to look up what's there. Uh, our data will be providing that. Um, so other use cases we have that are more, I guess, unique, not a typical Oracle type function is things like uh, with our partnership with uh, Netwerk. So it's a VR um, open world building uh, space, right? So we'll be providing them different, uh, different price feeds, uh, weather feeds, uh, sports feeds from different outsourced um, off-chain APIs uh, that we're going to be bringing that data on, on-chain with. Uh, to give the different functions for different types of gaming and, and gambling. And that's another thing we've been talking with uh, another card starter project coming up called Redoto to uh, manage their uh, gambling and betting platforms. Um, okay. So that's going to be bringing out, again, accurate price feeds have to be pulled, you know, from, from corrected and uh, or correct and trusted APIs from different sources and from different node operators that we'll be employing later. Uh, and that's all going to go to making their gambling platforms run uh, properly. And then also having a randomness uh, protocol from our side to make sure that those gambling sources are trusted and not rigged in uh, any way, you know, or, or different patterns to be able to be um, exploited in, in any source or fashion. Right. right. So that's keeping all those uh, those sources really trusted. Uh, as well. Um, and then the final one, I know I've alluded to this on another interview as well, is that we're trying to get into um, medical data uh, oh. as well. So we'll be trying to talk to World Mobile with that too. But the the people we're hoping to get uh, in with right away is, is um, or right away whenever they launch, I guess, is Immunify, uh, mm-hmm. who are trying to make, you know, different passports, uh, wallet type things for your immunization records and health records. Uh, as well as many other statuses, but like if we can manage to get those um, those records in bulk and make sure that they're constantly updated uh, throughout the world, that's a much larger operation uh, that we still have to figure out uh, it like all the information for. But if we can get um, electronic medical records into and get that data valid from the right sources and through their systems at Immunify, then um, you know that helps for for travel and keeping things updated and stopping things like we just are going through and hopefully ending soon with the pandemic. Right. Mm-hmm. And making sure that people can't travel to other areas without being properly uh, immunized and, and all that. So that, that side of things with my background in, in medical uh, fields as a nurse um, is really, really excited for me. And I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I'm going to be working closely with them as well to, to hopefully make that partnership a, a reality. That's great, man. An incredibly important uh, use case as well. So that's that's very cool. I imagine you're going to be learning a lot with all the different projects that are coming your way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I know you've been talking to a ton of people and some you can't announce and and that's no big deal. Um, but out of curiosity, so so that people understand the magnitude of where you're at, uh, I know things have been quite affected by the market. Um, could you tell us how you've had to adjust your strategy and and what that's kind of how that's impacted you guys? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think anybody can see it, um, especially anybody who's going through Card Starter uh, or other, you know, launch pads uh, right now. It's just things aren't launching. We are, especially for Cardano, everything's early built up like we've been talking about. And in order for that to happen, more projects have to come onto the scene. 
now if no projects are coming onto the scene, there's less and less for us to be able to connect with and figure out different use cases for different projects, again, to attach to ones we're already partnered with to have that uh, connection, you know, that uh, on many points. Um, so it's, it's slowed down uh, production, I guess, that way a little bit, but mostly not on the not on the partnering side and, and communication side, but more so on the being able to announce it, right? So many people right. don't want to launch their projects very understandably and, and um, strategically. They don't want to mar- uh, launch in a volatile uh, market right now. Yeah, right? you can't because, make any decisions. Yeah. Yeah, you can't make proper decisions. You can't know where it's going. You can't have any strength. Uh, you need community to build your projects, right? And, and be back to, you know, back you on, on all these decisions. And it's not worth it right now. So very strategically, most of these uh, projects that we have talked to and are, you know, will be announcing partnerships with uh, in the future. It's already, you know, solidified, but just waiting for the go on them. Um, They're taking the extra time, again, very strategically and smartly to just work on their code and not have to spend extra time dealing with community management and public image and all this kind of stuff before they need to. And that's super smart. In the space, and that's coming from me as someone who—that's my entire job—is is public image and, and communications, right, right. right? So, but for them, I think it will look better for all of these projects to to slow down, come out when they're ready, and uh, again, following that whole idea and the whole lead of Cardano to make sure your project is set before you go. Um, that that's better. And it's hard to do that right now with without having smart contracts and and testnet. But uh, the further along you can get in building into you know Haskell. Uh, the the better off we're going to be for testnet and integrating with our systems and having that network that that works as best as it can right from the get go. So you were speaking a little bit of the other other projects being able to further ready themselves for launch with Plutus. Is is that kind of uh, the same with you guys? You're you're solidifying. What's the status of where you're at with the code base or uh, with your tech stack? How how is that coming along? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not a super technical. Uh, you know, developer, I'm a marketing guy, right, but right. I, I, so I'll, I'll allude to it as much as I, I can. Um, so initially, you know, we had a, a couple of developers working on our, our programs and we were building a little bit in uh, Solidity as well as Haskell. Um, but then we just got some news from uh, working with the foundation that they said, you know, uh, it would be a, a much better uh, idea, especially with our platform for integration with other projects, if you could build everything uh, from from a, a base of Haskell instead of a base of Solidity. Uh, not that Solidity can't be um, transferred over. Uh, it can. It's just not going to work as well right off the bat until maybe some bugs are worked out, right? So basically, we said, yes, we want to make sure that our project is as perfect as possible. We'll take that hit. Uh, it's better to build from the foundation instead of, you know, uh, you know instead of yeah. building a really bad... Uh, start of your house you know you want to make sure you have that best foundation that you possibly can that's equal and level and that's what we're doing right now to have its uh, strength to build on so we had to go back a little bit uh but in order to pick up that slack we we uh are we hired a team of experienced haskell devs uh out of california and they are working with us full time they're super great they're going through the plutus pioneers program um as well uh, and working through all those lectures together as a team, we get daily updates of everything they've done. They've basically gone through the entire thing, and I think it's only been a week and a half or two weeks. Uh, they're working on our uh, GitHub that's going to be going up right away. Uh, 
not right away, like within the next few weeks is basically what we're hoping for. I know that's delayed from our initial roadmap, but like I said, we had to take a step back to make sure, sure, sure. it was better. And uh, we've hired uh, two more uh, devs, one who's already actually worked on some Cardano projects that they are implementing in their systems already. So that's exciting. Um, and he's going through the Plutus program on his own, but he's also getting extra uh, with the dev group that's going through it. So yeah, we're just doubling up on all the education and, and making sure everything is uh, as solid as it can be uh, for building out uh, for these other projects. Uh, and like I said, a lot of things rely on us to be day one. So we're moving as fast as we can, but without sacrificing any quality, right? It's a long-term gain for us. Yeah. This is a long-term project. We don't want to sacrifice quality just for uh, speed in order for the community to be happy about seeing something. I think it's way better to see a working project, a working ecosystem and happy other projects because that, that makes everybody uh you know, more capital in the end. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and honestly, that's it's uh, you've proven it by taking the step backwards in a sense, not really backwards or a sidestep, but, but you decided to go with Haskell uh, and not start on that Solidity Foundation so that you guys literally chose quality uh, because you, you know, you realized you're building castles made of sand, so to speak, if you go in the other direction, like the yeah. Jimi, Hendri Jimi Hendrix song. Do you, you know that song? Yeah, yeah that's good. They fall in the sea. Um, yeah, so you, that, that's a solid decision, man. Start with quali uh, quality foundation for the project and uh, because so many people depend upon you. Um, and that kind of leads me to the next aspect of this is so uh, there's some parts on your website that I didn't quite fully understand and going through it uh, because I'm not the technical guy. Uh, however, yeah. um, you know, let's talk a little bit about how you're ensuring uh, for your customers and your partners that you're going to be getting them quality data because that's what it's all about. That's the name of the game for you guys, right? Let's get, make sure that everybody has quality data. And, and you talked about ensured node consist consensus. So can you tell me a little yeah. bit about what that means? Yeah. Uh, insured is, is not the correct word. We're changing that. It's more assured than anything. Okay. Uh, so, Basically, with that is that we, we will have different, uh, you know, node operators and stuff that, that feed us our uh, data from other sources, right? And it's mm -hmm. assured that uh, there won't be bad actors or bad actors are, are going to be punished in that sense. So if a value comes in that's um, crazy, you know, it gets slashed. And the way that that works is that we will provide a certain amount of C3 tokens for these projects to work on to gain their initial uh, data feeds, right? Mm -hmm. And every update costs a certain amount, uh, and they only have a pool to work from to begin with, right? So if they start providing any bad data that comes through our services and we, we cross-reference that with other people sending in the same data, and if it's a way crazy outlier, uh, we slash their their basically their funding, and we throw out their um, their data, so it's not considered in in our averages in the pool to get sent out to you guys, the consumers, uh, through other people's platforms, right? So then that just lowers their effective operating uh, potential with us as far as they go. So they're really incentivized long term to use and provide uh, trusted, accurate data. Um, not that they should have to be, but you never know what people are going to uh, try and put out to you. Yeah, absolutely. And when you talk about uh, price fluctuations or market signals, uh, 
that can be really manipulated and utilized for a variety of nefarious purposes. So the fact that you guys have an incentive uh, to reduce that or control that uh, is is definitely critical, I would think. When it comes to people and their yeah. money and investing, you know, you got to be a trusted source of data. And it sounds like a good solution there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that, that works into our other functions. I don't know if you're going to ask about that. No, but, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's where we're going cool. next. Yeah, yeah. So our, our next function of just having, I think the next one is uh, on the list is the trusted uh, data feeds, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that whole thing is it's, it's coming along the exact same um idea right when we are going to be project uh sorry partnering with projects uh we're building out you know unique uh unique systems for each type of project depending on whatever their uh needs are right not everybody's just going to need price feeds or even if they do Mm -hmm. they might need them in completely different ways right so in order to have that we will have specified types of apis and node operators that are grabbing certain types of data that we trust more because they have a reputation of giving us the right uh accurate data all the time um so basically we're going to be suggesting those operators uh to these projects uh trusted from the team uh, because they have a history uh and those ones are going to be getting getting chosen uh, even just through our systems that will keep track of those things anyway, uh, those operators uh, and data providers will be uh, chosen more so than a new person. So you have this, I guess, sense of um, hierarchy in trust for, for those right. node operators that's built over time. And that way we can build up a whole network that is is more trusted. Uh, the longer it goes, the the more secure it is. That's great. Yeah. Sounds like you guys were really thinking through a good way of, of ensuring trust there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also mentioned the aggressive node, uh, aggressive node reputations. What yeah. is that? How's that? Well, that's basically kind of what I just talked about is with the reputations of each node staker uh, or node data provider or APIs, right? So it's aggressive in the way that we will only take uh, the best ones and anybody who might be futzing around with setting in different types of data uh, that it isn't viable to us at all, right? And it's just using our systems, uh, use you know, uh, putting stress on our systems that don't need to be there. Um, we don't need that, you know? Right. So that's, why, that's how it's aggressive is we're only going to be taking the best sources uh, that we can in order to provide for our, uh, you know, customers and the other projects and the whole blockchain in, in general. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, that's great, man. Clears up your, your, your mission to create a quality product and quality data and, and a large group of people. Um, yeah. what's next on the roadmap? I mean, where, where, how does this flesh out for you guys? So the next thing that we want to try and get up on the roadmap, um, like other than the typical, you know, getting our public GitHub out there so everyone can see and still working on that and getting on, uh, hopefully Alonzo White, if it's good enough to, to, uh, you know, uh, use our systems with, right? We're in uh, contact with the foundation to say like, okay, what can our systems handle? You know, other things are easier, right. but uh, to, to push out all this data from many different sources, two different sources, the smart contracts have to be a little bit more further developed than that. So as soon yep. as, as soon as we can, that's, that's the next roadmap item, get on the test net and start uh, trading these uh, to start with is accurate price feeds, right? 
we want to make sure that our systems are running properly exactly how we're talking about them and that we can uh, notify those bad actors so we would you know throw through bad data from different sources that we run on our own to see if the system catches it and tosses it out and you know make sure that that's possible that's all part of the test uh, and then past that as far as a uh, user experience is that um, we will be doing node operating uh, but that's just for um, you know our data node operators to get back to us we're not going to be doing um, commercial staking for the regular person uh, we want to really focus our systems on and our efforts on making sure we have the correct uh, data I talked about this on an AMA with Cardstarter last week and and the community actually responded to it they said that's not the answer we want to hear but it's the honest one and it shows that you're really focused on getting your systems up and running and the data out there as valid as possible for many operations instead of just worrying about your own image and your own uh, people that way, right? So, yeah. uh, and that is that is the goal. So, but we do want to get uh, information out there on how to become a node staker and get those people involved uh, as quickly as we can, because yeah, the more the more nodes we have to, to pull from, the more accurate our data feeds are. Very cool. Very cool. So uh, anything else on the roadmap that you want to discuss or? Uh, nothing on the roadmap that I can discuss right now. And it's not because uh, I don't want to. It's more of uh, we need to make sure that, again, through testnet, that the ideas that we're trying to implement are things that are possible within the time frame that we want them to be. So I don't want to give out information that's, uh, you know, as sort of like, this is guaranteed to happen at this time, because as we see constantly all the time, especially with Cardano and this market, oof, things change all the time. We have to adjust to them. And as soon as things come out for the roadmap, it's going to be put up. We have a new uh, website coming out uh, within the next couple of weeks, and it's going to be completely updated with more roadmap items for our current uh, Q3, Q4 um, potential items that if we're in a good spot of development, they will fit into those uh, areas. And then mm -hmm. also a much longer term um, roadmap uh, for the future. So future roadmap items will be on there as well. So you guys, even though- I'm gonna have, have to get right you now, back on the show. Yeah, even though I don't have them right now, those are coming. They're being written out by our dev team as they're working uh, and they'll be up and continually updated on our, our website. So okay. yeah, just look for that. All right, will do. All right, so final question, unless there's anything else you wanna add after this, but uh, what's the vision for the next five years for you guys? Like, where do you see Charlie three? Wow, that's like a proper job interview question, right? There. <laughs> yeah, where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah, um, kinda... Five years is, is a bit down the line, but ultimately like, uh, I mean, there's a single model we can look to for of success in this space for what we're doing, and that's Chainlink. Right. If we could be anything akin to Chainlink in a five year period in connecting the ecosystem and multiple, because one of our future roadmap items is I forgot to mention, I can mention this is chain agnosticism. Right. Okay. We're starting on Cardano. Sure. But the other ones are much more easily integrated. We'll still have our, our liquidity in Ethereum that we've mm -hmm. started with. Right. So we'll have that bridge already open and our systems can transfer over to there a lot easier. And then we plan to get onto other chains later on. Right. So if we can uh, do that and have anywhere near the success that that Chainlink has had, that would be fantastic on 
the other side of uh, what crypto and what DeFi and hopefully this is bringing just like our ventures are with the real world applications, right? I would hope that in a five year period of time, we're far more integrated with real world data uh, in a real world space for use cases that you can see every day and not just for making more money, right? That's why we're trying to get into that medical sector. Um, I know that me and, and uh, the president of, uh, of uh, Jiro, Sean, really want to try and get into some uh, environmental causes down the line as well. So if mm. we can use our projects, even things that are just based purely in tech, to do more good in the world and other areas, if we're gonna be afforded that uh, opportunity and that luck through uh, through the successes that we might have here, that's that's an ultimate goal to have a wider reaching uh, function of DeFi uh, in the world to to bring everything into a, a more you know cohesive uh, working environment uh, globally. Well, that's huge. That's yeah. that's a lot. That's a lot to unpack there. Uh, so yeah. I can't, can't wait to see how that folds out on the roadmap with the, uh, you know, strategy and what you guys develop in, in the next few years. But that's exciting yeah. and obviously very important. Uh, interoperability and, and chain agnosticism is, is something that's needed in this space. Um, so I, I think that's great that you guys are looking to do that. Uh, we need more interoperability. I mean, yeah. the, the real mission and, and vision of, of what the uh, crypto and blockchain has the power to do is to massively change lives. And if we're not working together, it's not going to happen well. So yeah. I love that you guys are thinking in that direction. And uh, man, thanks so much again for taking the time. Always a pleasure talking with you. And uh, thanks for all you're doing to gather groups uh, around uh, Grow Your Stake. And obviously for Charlie 3, that's your primary priority. But we're, we're I, able to do something good here. So that's great. It goes hand in hand. Most of the people we're partnering with uh, anyway for our functions have the exact same ideas and ethos and, and morals that we do. So I just throw it out to them and generally they're all on board. It's not too much of a, a hard sell and I think it, it works really well together. But yeah, thanks thanks for having me on. I, I really appreciate everything that you're doing as well. And and uh, this is, I thought, a pretty pretty solid time with you. So yeah, let's, yeah. Uh, let's keep in touch and, and uh, keep giving back to the community. Absolutely, man. We will talk with you very soon. Uh, probably have you back on the show in the next three months or something. I'm That'd looking forward to it. All right. Bye-bye, dude. See ya.